podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service. And our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. I don't know if you, you probably did hear Andy singing along to the team tune there, or humming, or just sounding like he he was having a stroke. I'm not too sure. But um, you kept muting me, a dickhead. What? <laughs> you kept muting me. Yeah, I just told you before when I hit this button, everyone will be muted. Yeah, and then I checked and see if I could unmute myself. <laughs> and you can. <laughs> yeah, it turns out the host hasn't got complete control. That's I never have just control fantastic. over this. Um, this show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power, a book is a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and remember to do so with Paddy Power. Uh, straight off, um, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell icon, you know, all that. Share it across your social media. Same on Periscope. Hit the three buttons, hit share broadcast and share it onto your timeline as well. Um, lots of people are really happy at Andy's in, uh, which is <laughs> just, that's to be expected. But what we're going to do tonight is we're going to speak about Look, football is due back on the 17th of June and Liverpool are scheduled to play three days later um, on the 20th of June against Everton. There's a lot of stuff going on around that already. But I want to go back and I want to go back to when all this kind of started. And Andy, I, I want to bring you back to happier times, you know, before you stopped liking football. Yeah. And, um, you know, remember that period you went to where you didn't like football and you, you refused to talk about it and the whole lot. Um, no, so, it, wasn't that, it wasn't that at all. It kind of was, but it wasn't. It was, Andy. You, you told me at one stage I have no interest in football. <laughs> no, that was that was not what I said. What did you say then? Before I, I bring rem- you back. I, I can't remember, but yeah, I didn't but say that. It doesn't sound like Andy, in fairness. No, I just said, I just said. I, it, was, it was on a podcast. <laughs> no, it was, it was just more so about just stopping talking about it because it was, it was ridiculous. Right. Like even, even now, we're so close to the restart and they still haven't got a clear what's going on and they're still making mad shouts and making weird decisions. So yeah. at that stage, I was going like, what is the, what is the point of even speculating? What is the point of constantly, constantly talking about it? Let's get, let's get near the time when we know that this shit's going away. And then, then we, then we worry into it again. Like that's what we're doing here. Yeah. But, um, David Lennon wants to know, should me and you go bare bellies in a car park over this? 
Um, I, maybe we could. I, I, I think we have an advantage over Andy um, at the moment. So, but look, I think uh, is it fair to say that you've just you said you had you hadn't got the heart to discuss football? Is that fair? Yeah, it yeah, was just right. a bit. It was a pause. Okay, all right. Uh, Naz has thrown in an early uh, prediction for Everton nil, Liverpool three. We will get to that later on. I absolutely promise. But just going back, Andy, um, you know, Atletico Madrid is our last competitive game. Um, you know, a lot's come out around that Atletico Madrid game that you know these Atletico fans travelled over. It's caused a spike in Liverpool with coronavirus and stuff like that. Looking back now, I'm not saying because of the result, because look, we are beaten and that's it. But looking back, are you in hindsight? Absolutely amazed that game went ahead. Um, I'm not actually now because I think we were all at a stage where we were wondering what's going to happen. Will it? Will football be cancelled? Will it not be cancelled? Will schools be closed? Will workplaces be closed? Like nobody really knew. So it was anyone's real shout. Like if someone turned around to you and says football is going to be cancelled, some people would have thought they're mad, and some people said football is going to keep going on. Uh, People would have thought they, some people would have thought they were mad. It was it's this thing has been um one of the biggest split in opinions or who, who nobody could predict what was going on. So I have to say that week I wasn't really say uh, like wasn't really expecting to get called off. But say four or five days later, I was saying to myself, Jesus, like that that was mad that that happened and all the other things like Cheltenham and various concerts and all that. And then I suppose in Ireland as well, we were a little bit ahead of the UK in terms of our mindset. We were already, the kind of programming had already started. Yeah. Our media. Had, yeah, we were we were yeah. just probably two weeks ahead of them as to yeah. what we were at. And we could probably see it coming in the UK, but the way the UK were going on, we weren't, we weren't too sure. Keith, We've seen through this season, you know, um, via Liverpool, VAR, we've seen, um, you know, Love all it. sorts of stuff, mad stuff, tainted titles. Mm. Why I don't know. Maybe because of down to VAR and stuff. So this was, this was, this was kind of the cherry on top of it, wasn't it? You know, yeah. um, you know, COVID 19, LFC 18 was sort of yeah. stuff that was coming out oh. as soon as this, this came on. And, you know, people were, like the first thing was people were laughing, going, "Oh, Liverpool won't get a title because COVID nineteen has come into the world, and and isn't this great?" You know, what were you thinking at that stage? Were you like, oh, for fuck's sake?" Were, were you in any way worried that, Jesus, lads, lads, this could be unavoided, and and we are genuinely just, you know, I don't know what the word course, I suppose, is the word. Um, not really, to be honest. Um. I thought maybe a little bit deep down, maybe I thought there was a small possibility of it, but I I always thought they'd get back playing. I've said it all along. The money is what drives this and I just thought it was it was too much money involved to go null and void. Now when we look back and you know, we I've looked back at some of the sort of timeline of things that have happened. The the shouts for null and void happened like a lie. As soon as the game stopped, they were out in their droves, which was ridiculous. You know, in hindsight, it was absolutely ridiculous. But I think we done shows at the time saying, you know, it's not the time to be talking about null and void now. And I think we might have said, if it had to be null and voided, if it's just not safe to play, well, then so be it. But we've said all along that, you know, you take a you take a common sense approach to it and you 
let it see how it lawyers let it the, the the wave sort of flatten the curve or whatever and then see where you are at that point which is what we sort of done it as it turned out but now i always thought they'd get back i thought was, we said it the money involved in this the business i mean the premier league is the biggest export the uk have you know what i mean so the, there's no way the the money that's tied up in it the tv money that's tied up that teams would be sort of on the line for it's just too big it's too big to be uh to be just scrapped you know and the, we're going to go through it all all the merchants that were looking to get it scrapped were all self-interest you know what i mean it wasn't for no one gave any any logical reasoning to null and void the season and so i've always sort of felt it would come back there wouldn't really been a problem yeah i was the same um and I don't even think, uh, like, it might sound a bit flippant to say this, I don't think it was anything to do with COVID-19 that I thought I wouldn't come back. Mm. It was simply because uh, money, and like you said, money, like, when you look at it, you know, losing out on TV, money, losing out on, if they null and void that, there's no positions dedicated on any side. So your prize money for certain positions could be lost. Then you have match day revenues, you have sponsorships within the ground. You have sponsorships then, you know, jerseys, you know, yeah. slaves, whatever way it, it, it works. And there's just so much money to be lost by so many clubs that I never thought Null and Void was even a consideration because the, the money aspect was absolutely humongous. And it moves on then. And there's all talks of Premier League meetings and Brighton want this and West Ham want that and Watford want this. And, you know, there was, there was all sorts of stuff going around. There was talk of playing it in St. George's Park over five weeks, you know, like, down in the local pitches, you know, games going on side by side. Now, we used to let the stage where you're going, I'm not even reading that, it's just not spec, it's all mad speculation. <laughs> or were you thinking at the time, oh, kind of have to think about this because, you know, it, it could have an effect one way or the other. Yeah, um, it just wrecked my head every day. You'd, you'd open up Twitter um, and there'd be another article from another newspaper talking about what's being said and what other clubs want. But look, we have to remember at that stage, there was no football on. Uh, the back pages didn't have anything to talk about. So half of it was probably made up. And then like the other half, I mean, I suppose clubs are all fighting to the nail to get what the best outcome for their particular scenario is. Of course, as Liverpool fans, um, we just want to make sure that the league gets won. Regardless, it, obviously you want to go back in the pitch and do it properly. Uh, but the, I think if I was pressed at the time, it would have been more so not the football won't start. And that I thought we would have been just awarded the league on Sporting Mirror. Mm. And that's, that's what I felt. I'm kind of still surprised that the football's going ahead. Yeah. It, it, surprised is just as just surprised. Or are you reading just, too much of the Daily Mail? No, I don't read any newspapers, to be perfectly honest. Um, I just see the headlines and the links on Twitter. But just from my own interest in all the COVID stuff, I just couldn't see it happening. I just thought everything was so secondary to um, getting this this sorted out. But I think um, in the UK, they're following other countries that have really come out of this earlier than the UK have, and the UK are taking a big chance. Um, so we, we don't really know what's in store for the UK in particular because they're still having a lot of cases. They're still having um, the, their their measures, their, 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 the stage they're at for where their numbers are is far, is far advanced from other countries that made mm. them steps ahead. So look, we got to see what happens. Um, like, fingers crossed, 
everything goes smoothly. But just part of me is, is still quite shocked that the football's going ahead. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, um, I would. I, I'm a little bit shocked as well. In in the in in, in I suppose. Like you said, you're seeing the amount of cases in the UK today, the amount of deaths, you know, um, you see today, like, and over the weekend with good weather, there's just thousands of people on beaches, you know, and yeah. they're, literally, they're, they're literally, like, we, we've only come out of, of, or in a fourth stage of, of lifting of restrictions, you know, like you can travel a bit further, um, you can do, you can exercise with three and four people, whereas they aren't, they, this just seems to be madness from them. But again, it, it just comes down to plowing ahead because, Obviously, they're just looking at the economy and going, we just have to start this back up. And I think yeah. the whole COVID thing is probably taking a, a, you know, has to take a back seat, I suppose, to, to what's, what, what their main interest is. And that's, that's the economy, the exchequer. And, and, you know, off the back of Brexit and stuff like that, they're in a precarious position. So that, that's probably where they're going with it. But you touched on something there, Andy. And before I come to Keith, that, you know, you were saying we, we might get awarded it and stuff like that. And, and that, that's where points per game come up. Now, mm. there was two options. There was a straight points per game, like literally divide the amount of points by the amount of games you've played. That's how many points you got and you added to your total. Or there was yeah. a weighted one where they weighted it in against, you know, who you were playing and stuff like that. And th- there was different outcomes. Like for certain teams, there was different outcomes on which way that would go. That was another one that was muted. I genuinely thought, Andy, that, that was a real runner at one stage, a real, real runner. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is like they... The fairest thing is for football to start and let it pan out and then no one can have any complaints. Choosing one methodology towards another um, in terms of how you actually accumulate your finishing points is going to leave one club upset and another not upset. So there would have to be some sort of a, a compensatory type of thing struck. And we all know that money talks and that one club probably would have settled for um for that as opposed to staying in the league. So I thought I actually genuinely thought that that we trashed out and that was a real a real a real runner. But in terms of um trying to trying to just make the decision and uh, one club suffering without some sort of compensatory uh, thing in in place it would have been it would have been quite unfair. Mm. Um, just touching back on on what you were what we were saying about where, where the UK is. Kevin Sullivan says if you give it a month, this could blow up so badly on the UK if a ghost hits up. I I think that's hard to argue against. I yeah, really do. Uh, absolutely. And I think Kevin's spot on. Like we could we could find it blows up massively, or else it just goes away. Like mm. we really don't know the correct answer here, and that's why at the very beginning we had such split opinion and and split views on it. Some mm. people were. Um, were shocked the football stopped and some people were were shocked it didn't stop earlier. So and that's that's the thing about uh, uncharted territory. Nobody's really right. It's just all speculation and nobody can turn around and say, well I know. At the moment we just don't really know what happens. Like we really don't. The UK were very late in their measures uh, and now they're very early in their exit. Yeah. It's um it's a it's a very strange one to watch. It really, really is and then you have the whole Dominic Cummings thing. Yeah. That's his his name, isn't it? Um he, he that was off the wall. I I it's what he done wasn't amusing, but around it I was just like fucking The thing about it is, Gav, the thing about it, the UK government were against um shutting things down and were pro um herd immunity. 
And it's like they still have one foot in the herd immunity camp. It's yep. like, well, fuck it, you all get it and we'll see where we are then. So they're still a bit in the size of now. I think it can all blow back in everyone's faces. They, you know, if we look at the timeline of when this started, I had it wrote down. It was, I think, the end of February when Serie A started going behind closed doors, the Juve Inter game. I think it was mm. around the 29th of Feb, 1st of March. When was their game at Atletico? So that was around Paddy's Day, was it? It was the uh, week, week beforehand. Week before. Yeah, when, Wednesday. Because, because we played Wednesday and then that was the week of Cheltenham, was it? Or was Cheltenham the following week? No, the week of Cheltenham was leading up to Paddy's Day. So yeah, I think it would have been the week of Cheltenham. I'm nearly sure it was. I can have a look back anyway. I can yeah. have a look back for now in a second, but go on. I think it was the 11th of March when the Arsenal City game was meant to be on and that got postponed. Yeah, we played the night before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Which was the week of Cheltenham. Yeah, and it just... Well, Chel- Chelsea was the week of Paddy's Day, no? Yeah, but Paddy's Day was on the Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so, so, so Paddy's Day, uh, Cheltenham started on no, that week, no? Cheltenham finished up just before Paddy's weekend. All right. Yeah, so um, it was the week of... I'm nearly sure it was the week of Cheltenham, but I could be wrong, but go on, Keith, I know... I know but no, but it was just... Um, yeah, it was just... They were very slow in doing it. And I mean, we saw Cheltenham, we saw the pictures of Cheltenham, we saw the Manic Street Preachers. Well, not the Manic Street Preachers, I keep saying that. Stereophonic gigs in Cardiff as well, where they had how many thousand, I don't know, 60,000 people or whatever like that. You know, they were very, very slow in stopping mass gatherings um, in the UK. And that sort of escalated the shit show that they've been in now. I don't know whether they're going to come out of it okay or what they've done with the right thing. And I think... You know, they could be rushing it back. You know, Germany have come back, and to be honest, like it's been going fine over there. But they were, wouldn't say on top of it, they were more on top of it than most other countries. Um, and they were able to handle that. Now, can the UK handle it? I don't know. I think again, we've said it. We'll keep saying it. They will go on and on about rushing it back, and it's all down to the money. You know, someone said it in the chat there about the would you'd be rushing back to pay if you had to hand back the TV money that you've got, you know. So they're going to run, they're going to play it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't finish it. You know, they're going to play the games on the 17th, isn't it? All the games in hand on the 17th. So City play Arsenal and Villa or whoever else have the games in hand. We'll yeah. get them out of the way. Everyone's on an even keel then. And then they'll play the games, bang, bang, bang. And if they don't get it finished, they'll call it and they'll be like, uh, right, you're all on the same amount of games. That's it. Oh, it's the Columbia top. Yeah, Columbia. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin Sullivan just wants to know um, yeah. what top that is. Uh, Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. Um, it's it's an old one, is it? It was the 2018 World Cup. Oh, was it? Yeah, it looks yeah. older than that. He's just yeah. you're just dismantling was, your, your home yeah. studio there to show off yeah, your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it's it's one of the Adidas done the the retro sort of style. So I think it was the, maybe the 90 or 94 style that they, could have been the 90 style and they re- rejigged it for the 18 World Cup. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Look, we're up to, um, up to speed on what Keith has in his wardrobe. We'll ask Andy a little bit later about um, his latest jacket. Um, he has got one and uh, we will, we will get an update on that. But look, m- moving on a little bit, you know, um, like Andy, I know I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether you are, um, 
just detached from the world at certain stages or whether you were actually just messing with us and you were watching what was going on. But let's be honest about it, Andy. The world coming out of these Premier League meetings, like, you know, um, you Karen Brady, you Christian Porzo, I think, was involved somewhere. You had, you know, we want neutral venues. We want no relegation. Um, we want, you know, there was so much stuff coming out. Did you take heed of any of that or did you just think this is just absolute horseshit? This, this is something that, because uh, I, if, if any of that was true, I was going, well, it's one, it's not going to happen, right? Because you can't just turn around and go, no relegation. That's not how fucking competition works, right? And it hasn't worked in England for whatever, 130 years of league football or whatever it is, right? Someone will, I'm sure, tell me that that's wrong and it probably is. But, <coughs> you know, <clears throat> I felt, Andy, this was something that they were just going, let's just keep throwing this shit out here and delay it and delay it and delay it until we have no time and we just make up about next season need to be played and then we'll have to null and void this and we can get our way out because it looked very strategic, especially I think it was Brighton that were looking for certain things where they were weighing off, I felt they were weighing off the loss they could have from the COVID-19 problem but staying in the Premier League against playing out these games and they were horrendous run in by the way um, mm. playing these games going into the championship getting the parachute payments but being in the championship that's going to be fucking in bits next mm. season did you feel it was that it was just delaying tactic and just see how they got on no like that um, there was there was so many stories coming out um, from so many meetings that I, I just had to just call bullshit and most of them, but okay, a few ideas would catch your attention because um they might resonate with you and think that they might be realistic. And I actually I know you were saying you don't you don't think so, Gab, but I thought that maybe um a twenty two team league was a realistic possibility that in the interest of fairness teams where would you get the twenty where would you get the twenty two who from though? Yeah. Well okay so no one goes down. Mm. And only two, um, and then two come up. So the top two or whatever. I, I mean, I, I I don't know what the lay land is in the championship, but if they well, you go, would have um, the cha- you would have had the the biggest, you know, s- seller of of league football being the the championship playoff being told it's defunct. The we're not going to any is up, and then you would yeah. have had. You would have had the team in third saying well, we could have caught second or fourth. You yeah. would have had the team in fourth saying the same, and the team in yeah, in I know. seventh and eighth saying we could have I got know. fifth or sixth. I know, I know, but the but the thing about it is dropping a team out of the league is is a kick is a kick of the stones way more than saying look, there's going to be no playoff or promotion. Like a playoff or promotion, if the team in fifth can go up. It it's you know it's it's still crazy fifth and sixth and still go up, but the top with the team that wins the championship, you'd hard, it'd be hard to deny that or the team that was on top and the team that was in second to just let them go up. That I just thought that was a realistic outcome as well. That if they were going to award make awards on on football and merit, Liverpool would be awarded the um the title, and uh, then it will be UEFA's problem who they invited into the Champions League. And the the um the FA could step away from that, or the Premier League could step away from that, and then just bring up two teams, or else the chat European football is quite unrealistic at the moment because teams have to travel around Europe, and nobody really wants that. That's that's a an additional problem. It's an additional nightmare when it comes to um suppressing the spread of of COVID nineteen. So that. The Champions League probably won't go ahead at all. So therefore, with your two extra teams in the league, you've got more time to play games. And as well, you can 
you can also bin off the League Cup and stuff like that. Like, really I, like I say, they have to sack that off. Wouldn't yeah, they? the League Cup would be gone. Yeah, yeah. Or another thing I thought was was realistic at the time until the you know until so much importance uh, came in about the football uh, payment rights and the refunds they have to give the Sky and BT was that they just fuck off football till the beginning of the year next year and just finish out the season then. Mm. And that's why it just that's why this stuff just still surprises me. But and it's just all about money, you know. Yeah, it is like could, could like it? like League One and Two was gone. League One yeah. and Two have been just declared as as the air. I think they've done. I don't know if it's a points per game or just as it sits. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, teams have been now. You know, like I remember in Scotland, I think it was Partick Thistle had a, an issue where they they've gone down. Mm. Um, despite only being one point off safety and stuff like that, and I don't know what's going to happen. I think they have lodged some sort of appeal. I've yeah. seen a rumor going around that Hearts have been relegated from the, the Premier yeah. League, and they're looking for four leagues to be put into three now, so they'd end up back in the top league. Um, why they're doing that, I don't know. But you're going to get all this sort of stuff with with the mm. likes of the Championship. You know, there is some sort of TV money there, and of course, this big Championship thing where it's worth 150 million quid if you win the champion. The, the championship playoff, you know, there's just so many permutations to, you know, not finishing the Premier League and not finishing the championship. Now, League One and League Two could say, yeah, and we're involved in that too. But yeah. once anything is tagged onto the Premier League, i.e. the championship and the championship playoffs, it has to take precedence. It nearly mm-hmm. has to be bundled in with the Premier League when you're making the decision because that's how big it is. Teams literally are budgeting to go up and you'd see it all the time. A team would go really close in the championship, losing the championship semi final playoff or a final playoff and you don't see them for three or four years because they're fucked because they've put all their eggs in that basket and and they can't get out then but you know i just thought all the stuff going around keith was madness you know um like asking for no relegation i thought was horrendous like it was mad but then we move on keith to you know you've seen reports in, in papers every day players don't want to go the troy deeney thing was a massive thing but not only that you see you see when 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 france happens and they decide that the league's over for 24 hours there, you're thinking, oh, England are going to do the same. And you could see opposition fans then saying, no, yeah. the, the, uh, uh, it's going to be null and void. Ha, 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 ha. Right. And then it comes out and it's like, no, France have declared a winner. And they've done it because, so they can just get the teams into Europe. It's simple as that. Because you have to declare people for a European competition. And secondly, it showed that the top league, forget Belgium and Holland for a minute, but France, a top league, even though they've cancelled. And they look like they're, they're regretting that a little bit right now. Yeah. But when they do that and they declare, all of a sudden the shifts key, doesn't it? It shifts from ha 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 to, well, why are you so uh, obsessed with football when people are dying around the world? Mm. You know, the, the whole thing turned 180, didn't it? It did. It did. And the thing is, like, the Dutch league, when that, when the Dutch league cancelled and they didn't declare a winner, they rushed into that and you felt that that was going to sort of come back and bite them in the arse. Now, France ran into that a couple of, it was, I think it was only a few days later, France cancelled there when it wasn't sort of long. And you're right, I think there was a, a regret happening there. But at that time, that's when all the ha-ha-has start coming out. You know, it was becoming a real possibility to these maggots that it would have been null and void and it would have been scrapped. Now, it's, just ridiculous and even at that point I wasn't to be honest I wasn't totally worried if we look back at everything that was even at the time like the Premier League weren't they were meeting and they weren't saying that and UEFA were sort of saying well you know 
the we'll get these leagues finished on Spartan merit. It was France jumped in because they banned all sport till the end of August or something, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they made the decision early them. because the, yeah. the rumoured date was the 25th of May that UEFA wanted some sort of pathway or some sort of like, you know, this project restart from, from the Premier League and stuff. But it was the 25th of May that UEFA wanted some sort of indication from their major leagues as to what way they're going. Yeah. For two reasons, I think, Keith. One, are you going to finish this and what way are we looking? And two, probably three reasons, actually. Two, where are we sitting with the Champions League? Because if these all pull away, we can't make them go into the Champions League. And three, next season, how are we going to declare people in the Champions League if all these leagues disappear? You know exactly. Like it's it was it was chaotic at the start, but in, again, in fairness, the Premier League sort of held their they held their council, and from the very start, you could see the shy bags that were trying to pull away, and where you know Karen Brady was the first dissenting voice. And that was way back at the start when she, mm. she wrote her <clears throat> article in the sun, you know, it's tough on Liverpool, but you know, sport integrity and all this shit. You know, you could tell the agendas that were coming out. Now I've wrote out like, very quickly, it's about four pages, right, of names. I went searching today. For, okay, can I go for a smoke? For people who was talking <laughs> about null and void, right? Two smokes, right? Karen Brady. Graham Sharp had a, stuck his R in at the start as well. You know, it's only fair to null and void the league. Wonder what his agenda was. Simon Jordan on Talk Sport. Again, Talk Sport, we know what that's all about. Mike Taylor from the Norfolk Sport wanted a null and voided Norwich fan, no doubt. Uh, Alan Shearer in the sun. If the season can't complete, no champion, null and void. Gary Neville, he was null and void. Then he was play when safe. Then he was null and void again. Then he was play when safe. But I think he's just a wind up merchant. Then we had Piers Morgan, null and void, because Arsenal are fucking ninth or something. What about the people dying? He was on that bandwagon early enough. Jamie O'Hara was the first one that really came out with the, pro- the promote the 22 league season with no relegation yeah. on talk sports. So we'll put that in the bin. Then we had my favourite was Richard Keyes. He was good on this. He wanted to null and void it because the league in 1930, whatever, got voided and Blackpool was the, the league because of the war three games into it. You know, yeah. so that was, uh, and, and he, what he said was, you know, Liverpool might be winning, but they haven't won it yet. And their recent poor form suggests that they won't win it because we've been beaten by Atletico Madrid, you know. So that poor form of losing two league games in two years, he was against that. Then we had Jesus Pitarch, Aston Villa Sporting Director, wanted the league finished with no relegation. Tony Adams wanted it null and void. Don't know what his angle was. Rio Ferdinand, null and void, arsehole. Sam Allardyce, null and void. Uh, this is like this. Off. This is like this. Your your team on, took one hell of a beating. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so just another page and a half. Sam Allardyce, null and void. Lives are more important than Liverpool winning the league. Fair play, Sam. Um, Harry Kane, null and void. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, and null and void. I wonder why that was. Luke Shaw, null and void. But he was interviewed between bites of his breakfast brontosaurus burger when he said that. <laughs> Mark Bosnich wanted it null and void. Aston Villa legend. Harry Redknapp, scrap relegation. But I think he thought he was still in the Premiership and was in relegation scrap. Yeah, he was eyeing up a transfer window. That's it. Out the door of his car. He was walking around with a car door on his shoulder. Then we had... <laughs> Brighton chairman Tony Bloom scrapped relegation. We had the bottom six pulled away and wanted relegation scrapped. Uh, yeah. And if games were played at neutral venues. Then we had okay. Glenn Murray, no relegation if the championship can't finish. So we were blaming the championship on that. Then yeah. we had Stuart Webber, the Norwich director, and Scott Dugsbury, the Watford director, 
no relegation if you can't finish the season. So they wanted a scrap for that. And then we had Troy Deeney announce his retirement from football to protect his family. Later clarified he only meant for a one week. So it's been yeah. a roller coaster of bullshit coming out about null and void. Yeah. But the, the common denominator there is that they're all in relegation scraps or they're all underachieved in that season, like Kevin De Bruyne, like Hardy yeah. Kane. The only Liverpool voice that I seen saying to null and void was Anfield great Joe Cole. He wanted a null and void, but he's now a Chelsea Academy coach. I don't know what his angle was, but he was never really a darling of the cop. You know what I mean? So there's no, like, you hear the shites that wanted to do that, you know, and you can see the agenda all over it. So, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for that list. Um, fucking it brought, hell, it brought, yeah. It brought yeah. back great memories. Andy's going greyer. Um, Jesus Christ, my tan, my tan is wearing off after all that. Uh, Megan McCallion says, great res- research, Keith. And Kieran just says, uh, I think it was Kieran says, yeah, he just says, just Keith, let it all out, Keith. And he has, he's let it all out. But research for this. But look, but I mean, look, what, what would, um, what would null and void achieve? Like in practical terms, like anyone saying null and void is only saying that for their own agenda to save their own ass. Um, the season could have always restarted whenever it was safe to do so. So you can oh, never no, say, argument, you can never say null and void save lawyers because the football yeah. is going to start at some stage or another. Mm. So why would you make? A, a complete se- a season that's three quarters the way there in null and void just to restart but, another one and it makes absolutely yeah. no sense in anyone's world but 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 the thing was like um like you're saying save lives by null and void and if that makes no fucking sense no no, no so that's because, my point that, that's my yeah, point yeah, you know but, they but but, but but you see that but the andy the argument was and this is this is how ridiculous the argument got but what about next season and people were literally going well August the 9th. We start every season around August the 9th. How are you going to get this done by August the 9th? They literally, and this is after fucking Europe, the European Championships has been moved a year because of the thing, right? Yeah. Do you not think, if, if, if you wafer are going to move one of their flagship competitions, okay, the flagship competition, let's be honest about it, right? If they're going to move it a year, do you honestly think the Premier League aren't going to go, lads, listen, we're going to have to condense next season from fucking October to the end of May. And that's the fucking end mm-hmm. of it. You know what I mean? We have to get this finished. And there was, there's so many things around Null and Void that makes no sense. One, no one's declared anything, right? The championship is an issue. Sponsorship is an issue. Uh, money at stadiums is an issue, right? TV money is an issue. All that sort of stuff, right? And then you're, you're going on about what about next season? I'll tell you about next season. You won't have a fucking Champions League because what'll happen is if you wave it, right, went and said, well, we're going to pick 32 names off the top of our head because we're going to make it the t- fucking best rated top 32 in Europe and throw them in next season because that's what we can do because no one declares. There would be absolute lawsuits galore. It would never get off the ground. It would never kick off. And that's, that's how it well, works. Can you, right? can you see a Champions League next year at all? Um, yes, I can. I can. But because yes. the Champions League starts with qualifiers in July. Yeah, before the season that. be even over in most countries. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that, but I I genuinely do see. Yeah, I do see it happening. I think. Like, Gav, I, like, I, I think sorry. they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have to do something where they'll condense that as well. I, I you know, what I mean, like they'll want this Champions League finished. Up. You know what I mean? Like there's like going to be you can't, you can't speak about next year until you do this year, and they're talking now of yeah. August the thirty fourth for the final, and there's rumors going around now that they're going to literally pick, you know, um, a, a, a venue to play over X yeah. amount of time. They'll do that as well, but it'll, it'll be it, 
but you see, this is why it's important for the Premier League and, and anyone else to get this finished. Because if the Premier League starts on the seventeenth of June, they're going to want that finished by the end of July. Because then they can say, listen, we have from the start of August to the end of August for anybody that's in the Champions League to go forward. I.e., I think it's only Man City, is it from England that left? Right? Mm. Um, Chelsea are in trouble against Bayern after one after one leg. But there's another issue. Now, now Chelsea, how do you finish that tie? It's not as if they're all clear. So this Champions League is more important than next Champions League. This, the way this league is more important than next. You have to finalise something before because it's it's a continuance. It always is a continuance. They're the champions. Yeah. They're Champions no, League. No, that's players. all. I, mean, I, can, I, I, could, I could see this Champions League finishing a lot easier because it's, um, it's just um, organising the logistics between a handful of clubs. Whereas next season, I don't know, from the very outset, Maybe 50 clubs are involved if you count the qualifiers and that. And mm. it's going to be lots of countries that weren't affected by COVID 19. He'd be like, fuck that. There's no way we're having football teams traveling here. And you mean, you know, if especially like if there's travel allowed, um, which a lot of countries are opening their doors because they can't afford not to have um, yeah. people coming in. But I just don't, I just don't think that it's, it's realistic that you have a brand new Champions League restarting anytime soon and having free travel all the way throughout Europe. It's too much to coordinate, but I, but I think that it's quite possible that, um, that the Champions League gets finished. But oh, no. to see, I, I, to see one next season, I don't know at the moment, I haven't but really seen. But they can, they can do something with regards to this season. And what, I, what my, my head, they're thinking start of August, the end of August. So say for argument's sake, Real Madrid and, Man City. That game is 2-1 at the moment. The City mm. has to be played in the Etihad, right? Then you have Chelsea are away to Bayern. I think they're 3-0 down there, right? But And and there's other games, obviously, that are, I think, a PSG against Dortmund or something like that. There's a 1-0 for somebody yeah, there. Yeah, but something that got pointed out before you go on about the, the problem facing the Champions League is that PSG have been closed down since Correct. France closed their league. Yeah. And so haven't been, they they've no roadmap to come back. So yeah. Dortmund are playing competitive games again. PSG mm. would have to go in cold. Yeah. You know, with France but, not. But it's not even that. So that's if they can go in cold. That's yeah. if they can go in cold. You know what I mean? Because if if, if that game, if, if if you wait for turn around and say that game is on August the fourth, right? And France don't open up till August the twentieth, what happens? They're gonna have to forfeit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's the all it's one. all it's all it's all mental. But look, it, we've gone through loads of the excuses. We've gone through loads of the mad reasons. And like the Karen Brady one is really interesting because. Before any of this came out, before any of this started, I remember watching West Ham and Moyes. Is Moyes still in charge of them? Yeah, he is, yeah. right? And like that's how fucking insignificant the man is. But uh, I remember thinking and, and hearing it, hearing it, I'm reading the media that they are in so much fucking trouble if they go down because they're literally they'll be bankrupt if they go down, yeah. right? And this just was like a light bulb moment for West Ham and Karen Brady when this happened because it was like, mm. we can literally save ourselves here. Yes, we will lose X amount of money, but we'll stay in the Premier League and that'll keep us up. And all we have to do is dog it for another couple of years and get back on track. But it was the serious, first serious Premier trouble. League meeting, I think. It was the first meeting when she came out and said it from the very start. They see, She sniffed out an opportunity there to keep them in there. As you said, they'll take a hit on some things, but they spent big on that squad. They spent big money on players like Allaire, on Fornals. 
they haven't really done it for them, but they're thinking there, well, if we start again, we have a decent enough squad. We shouldn't be in the, sh- in the scutter next year if we start this again, so we'll do everything. That was the problem. They all thought, right, let's just drag the arse out of this, and we keep dragging it and dragging it and dragging that's it, and that's what will slow it down and cause the issues. But it's good to see from, you know, early doors, it was, you know, <laughs> well, wait until this is safe and we're going to get it done. Do you know what I mean? So... Mm. Andy's says, um, Andy's <laughs> necking his full glass of wine. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for a dollar sixty nine, or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. <laughs> I'm just listening to the way. I'm just listening to you guys, and I'm just drinking wine. That's great. Hey, you're, back in, you're back in the football groove now, aren't you? <laughs> you can, uh, we have the yeah. back. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a little chat about Andy's um loads of windows and doors and Andy's house and Velux <laughs> windows as well. Um he, he he's angled himself tonight uh, to show us all his Velux windows, but he's given us some sort of terrible excuse as to why he's done that. Um yeah, but it's look, not a fucking terrible excuse. It's a great <laughs> excuse. Why have Velux windows if you can't put them in your yeah, live stream? Yeah. We've we all agreed that Velux windows aren't there for light, they're just there to show off. Yeah. yeah. And if we could fit more Velux windows in, I would You'd absolutely go for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think you're right. Um, but, I have more windows in that room than I have in the rest of the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not even windows. It's just a picture on the wall of just, windows. There's just one window in the front of the house and 11 <laughs> at the back. <laughs> I think there is 11 in that room. RBR asks, um, is the diffuser still working, Andy? Robbie Ryan. Robbie Ryan, sorry. Um, uh, I didn't realise who you were there Robbie for a minute um, Robbie asks is the diffuser still working it's not a diffuser Robbie for fuck's sake we discussed this it was a, a what's it an MDU or an MUD or oh it was um, a mobile diffusing Diff- apparatus yeah yeah um, unit apparatus unit yeah MDUA Madua um, and Avo is enjoying Andy's concealed lighting nice yeah nice with grand design is that is that a big smarty behind you on the wall that? It's yeah. clock. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, nice clock. Um, remember the menu was smells as David Lennon. Yeah, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? The menu <laughs> yeah. was smells. Remember we went through the whole menu and all. <laughs> we were picking out our favourites. <laughs> people are listening. People actually listen to that. <laughs> it was mad. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Uh, Chris Brack says, if null and void, uh, all clubs have to pay back seven hundred and seventy million long term. They would be screwed when mm. next TV deal comes. The top six will want to negotiate their own TV deal, yeah. and will tell the rest yeah. to sort themselves. I mean, right? that's that's what that's what dictated at the end of the day. Um, all the players are are uh, promised massive wages based on those projections. So, yeah. if that fo- if that money doesn't come in, the clubs have a major problem having a word the, with the the earners and saying, "Well, we can't actually pay that." And then what sort of shit does that cause? So that's that's essentially what's causing. Like, oh, I, yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to echo people that are on Twitter talking about Liverpool um, lives are less important than winning the league and all that. But if you can just make it serious for a second but if you can imagine somebody who maybe has lost some of the COVID-19 or maybe someone who who has had a hospital um, a scheduled operation cancelled or mm. cancer treatment cancelled because mm. of do you think they give a fuck about football? No. Of course they don't and 
then I see in comparisons to other um other parts of the economy, like football falls way down the list in parts of the it, economy that needs to be you know in terms of in terms of does. making the world go around look i know there's a lot of value in football for people and their mental health and everything else and there's a lot of value for football uh, for people just to do things and to stop them going bad and and um, getting out there and, and spend the money as well but it's way down the list it's not really that important and that's why we've seen lower leagues and leagues with less revenue involved just being being uh, finished and awarded um, titles on on Sport Mary, so it was. Although most of the people were only doing it to prevent us winning the title, you know, it's a very very valid point. It is a valid but point, and the- I've been I've been very clear on it since the start, and I've said it. I don't care what way they do it because yeah. Liverpool will be champions either way. I've always said that. And yeah. it didn't bother me. Like, th- they were never going to null and void us. So it didn't bother me. You can. It, I wanted a point per game. I wanted us to be given 107.77 points, right? <laughs> and a big yeah. and, yeah. and, and, and a big asterisk and lead to champions and everyone else's fucking head exploding. And we're, and we're oh. going, you'll never beat that record of 107 points. And people go, oh, you didn't even get it. And we'd be like, yeah. well, we did, because look at the, look at the yeah. table. I was quite happy with that. Play yeah. it out, I've no problem. Win two look at and- the thing but, about the asterisk, Gav, if we got an asterisk, I think I I don't see any reason why we can't go on and do it again next year. Yeah. yeah. Um sure. and I don't know whether I don't know whether Pep's gonna hang around at City. Like the only thing to really anywhere close to us is City and Well, they'll he, be up in the air, won't he, with this ban now? Because where, yeah. where did he start getting back into that? So it's a it's a massive opportunity to win in another league at a canter. And well, that's yeah. it. But the worry was that the, you know, for some reason, Pep doesn't go. City are the, the challengers. Listen, I think we're the best team there because we've the best team spirit. Both City could go and bring in four players for 100 million each and make them. Well, they can't really. You know. The eye is on them. Uh, well, yeah. that's true. Well, the, the eye is on them. And not only that, then you, but you see, then you have fans, right? That are turning around going, well, if we don't spend this, and I'm not talking only about Liverpool fans, pick a club. Um, if we don't spend this and we don't spend that, and I'm kind of going, but hold on, lads, you just want this null and voided. Your club to lose north of a hundred million quid, yeah. and then you're going to tell them that they should be signing fucking player A, B, and C. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like going to shops for twenty quid and trying to do your big shop. It doesn't work, does it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just it just doesn't work. So the thing with the null and void but this, as well. This is how mad it got, Keith. This and Andy. This is how mad it got. People were in one sec in. You know, one thing going, you know, you could catch up with Liverpool because this break could do them good and they could spend this. And then in the I next round, null and void it, wipe 120 million quid off. And this now is off the back of United debts going through the fucking roof and people going, well, they're big enough, they'll spend their way out of it. Well, I don't care how big a company you are. If your debts are rising like that, there's a problem. Um, yeah. but it, it was just, it was just crazy. But look, I want to move on. I want to move on to the latest thing at the moment. So the latest thing at the moment is, is that, uh, as of, I think yesterday or maybe the day before, Everyone associated with that would be associated with a Premier League game going forward have been tested. There's been no new, no new cases or no new positive um, tests. Yeah. Um, it's it's due back with um, Arsenal against Man City on the 17th. Liverpool are due to play everything uh, three days later, and it looks like everyone are playing their own grounds, and that was all good. And we we had a pathway to this project restart. And then Keith, it turns out that there's some sort of fucking thing going on here where they've decided that teams in the North aren't capable of, of hosting these games. And fans in the North aren't capable of staying at home and not congregating at, at grounds. 
this is another bizarre thing for me. Like probably the most bizarre of them all. Yeah, it is, mm. and it's one of the excuses. You know, the bottom six. Then when they were looking at null and void, they were talking about you know the the neutral venue thing. It's an unfair. You know, you lose uh, an advantage. Oh, before we go on, David, that's a rock shore cider. It's not great, unless they're listening. In which case, it's amazing. It's deadly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, Andy would absolutely turn his notions nose up with that stuff. <laughs> no, actually, no. What? No. Why? See, I think football's broken. Ah, uh, just that's not notions enough for you, Rockshaw. Rockshaw is, is pretty nice beer, and then um, when I seen they had a cider, I did have a little go of it. Yeah, it's too sorry. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. for me. But go on, anyway, Keith. But yeah, the the talk was, you know, the neutral venues, it's an unfair advantage, puts people at a disadvantage. And my opinion on that all along was that there'd be a lot of horse trading that go on and eventually games will be played at the venues they're supposed to be played at. And that looks to have happened with a few exceptions. And, you know, we seem to be the the most hit by it. Now, it's not our home games, isn't it? None of our home games, unless the title clinch. No, 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 no. They're talking about... They're talking about the Everton game. Right. Everton, yeah, City. Right. And then, but but the, the, the talk, yeah, but they've talked about the City game and then any other game that Liverpool can uh, clinch seal the title, which yeah. is basically Everton, anything. Yeah. Palace, City, and anything else after. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. true. Well, I think they, they picked, didn't they pick Everton, they picked City, and they picked the Chelsea, wasn't it? Or yeah, New- but then, and, but they've picked, they've picked them. Um, and Newcastle they throw in that, yeah. There. They threw in that little kicker. They threw in the kicker then any game they can win. So essentially any game, which I don't know how, you know, the the logistics of that, you know, a week to week, where are we going to play this game? Where are we going to play that game? It seems ridiculous. And funnily enough, no one's moaning about it now. No one thinks it's taking the integrity away because it's Liverpool having to do it. But this is the thing. So what I'm saying to you is, right, Liverpool could seal the title at Brighton. Right, as a, mm. as a real possibility, right? If they say they fucking drew whatever and drew with City, drew with Palace, and I think Brighton might be their next one, right? Or whatever, Brighton is somewhere in there. But just take Brighton as a as a as a, an example, right? So Brighton are the ones that didn't want relegation; they wanted neutral venues, right? What happens if Liverpool can see that at Brighton and the FA tone or the Premier League tone to Brighton and say, um, "Listen, Liverpool could seal this title. We could have team fans showing up." Uh, we're going to move you to a neutral venue. Now, I know home advantage probably isn't a big advantage because there's no one in the yeah. ground. What would Can Brighton then turn around and go, oh, no, hold on. We were told we can play at our own game, yeah. at our own ground. See, that, and they're going, the hold on, now, you, wanted, yeah. you wanted neutral things six weeks ago. Yeah. It, it, and it doesn't make any sense, right? And another thing is, right, it's not like Liverpool are Newcastle. Who are a you know a one club city, the huge support up there. All right, they might have, they have a smattering of support around around England. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. Liverpool are a monstrous club, right? Yeah. There's more chance. There is absolutely more chance of Liverpool fans showing up at Wembley Stadium, right? If for argument's sake, Arsenal beat City and Liverpool can beat Everton and it's milk to Wembley, there is more chance of them turning up outside Wembley than there is Anfield. And for two reasons. There's a huge amount of Liverpool fans in London. And second of all, there's loads of people in London that will go, let's pretend to be Liverpool fans, turn up there. And if it all kicks off, should they get the blame? Yeah. And you that I mean? sounds like you're being extremely paranoid, but it's, it's spot on what will happen. Do you know what I mean? People will do it. You know, they'll pretend to be Liverpool fans and they'll... They'll just line up, you know what I mean, and run amok. And that that's a big worry, you know. It's 
oh, I say this on a load of podcasts. I think there's um yeah. <laughs> So. Sorry about uh, this. You just wouldn't believe the carry on going on in the background. Yeah, here. Andy's missus is wrecking the gaff. Apparently, that's what that's what all the noise is. I'll try my best to edit Andy's it out later. I won't. The gaff. Give me that thing. <laughs> Give me it. No, that. That. Get your hands that, off it. That. That. Oh, hold on. They're having a row now. Yeah, we like this. Get the popcorn now, people. Look at this carry on going on here. What's, What's that? that? Gin. Oh, she was breaking over oh, oh, ice cubes, was she? No, the fridge dispenses them berries. Oh, in the bag. yeah, <laughs> the fridge dispenses berries in bags. <laughs> but, um, but, like, if Brenda's finished there, sorting herself out for uh, Sunday evening, he wants to know. Yeah, come on, <laughs> there we go. It's gone. She's <laughs> robbing me, chocolate. She's gone, robbing me, chocolate. She's there. Uh, She's gone. Just, just go out with smoke, Brenda. Relax. It's all right. Um, but like, there's more chance of that happen. And like, Keith, you see, you see this like beaches all over the place full. And then, but Liverpool fans. The latest yeah. I've heard today is that Everton um, and Merseyside police have said we've no problem policing this. Everton have said we've no problem playing our Goodison. But apparently, the latest one is now it'll be voted on by Premier League clubs, and yes. a majority wins. Like seriously, what is going on? It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. And it, it just shows the pettiness. I mean, Merseyside police are saying they're happy for that game to go on in Merseyside. But the ex-chief of Manchester police and South Yorkshire police or something stuck his order in saying, no, it's not safe. We need to move it to a neutral ground, a neutral venue. You know, it's it's crazy. Crazy shit that's going on there. But we'll see. I mean, I still think they'll end up, it'll become a bit too much of a nightmare and they'll just play them at the proper stadiums. They've just made loads of Northern uh, Northern club games, so yeah. basically saying anyone up the, anyone up the north is a hooligan. Yeah. But the but the gas thing is right. Would see the testing and all, and going back to the Troy Deeney thing for a minute. When all this was kicking off, Andy's opening the bleeding Easter egg now, right? Because it's least <laughs> going to make noise. <laughs> because basically, if Brenda's makes noise, I'm allowed to make noise as well. Like it's no, she's taking now. she's taking me chocolate. What chocolate is it? It's actually is an Easter egg. <laughs> I knew it would be. I knew it. we could hear the foil. Um, but but like the thing is like going back to the Troy Deeney thing at the moment for the, for the sake of it right when they put all this stuff in place Troy Deeney was given out now I at the time said Troy Deeney doesn't want to play football I'm fine with that because I'd probably yeah. be the same right um, because you can't go back to your house and not look see your kids it's, it's, yeah. it's madness to even think that right yeah. but then it moved on and, and, and the point I was trying to make was the Premier League and the FA are now putting that as an issue between Troy Deeney and the club Right, yeah, and I fully believe that because Troy Deeney then comes out and says, "Oh well, um, I'll actually play now, uh, but I don't think it's right." And it was all horseshit in the end. He actually undone uh, a decent argument he had, in my opinion. Right, they made that a club and Troy Deeney thing. Why don't they just play these games where they're meant to be played and make this a Liverpool issue or a Manchester United issue or a Sheffield United issue? Because I'm telling you, if Sheffield United have a home fucking game where they need a point or, uh, you know, three points to get into the Champions League, there's not a fucking hope in hell that you won't see Sheffield United fans turn up as much as Liverpool fans would turn up to win the league. I believe both sets of fans will go, now hold on, let's be fucking cool about this. Don't go down to the ground, don't get the clubbing. But there's as much chance of that happening. And, you know, if Norwich do a miraculous fucking thing, what's the chances of people throwing up a car road? You could make that argument. So I don't know where this is coming from with Liverpool. Andy, you're just about to get back into football. Um, you're falling in love again with it. Um, you're ready to go. Two wins uh, starting in three weeks' time. Um, how excited are you for this? 
And what way will you celebrate? Because we've had discussions now about what way do you celebrate? Mm, if it's the late June, we'll probably be allowed travel X amount, but you can yeah. only have four people together and stuff. What way will you celebrate, Andy? Uh, just <laughs> just forget the rules and go to Anfield. I have a flight booked and I'm, I'm, I'm using yeah. it. Um, yeah, and of course I'm I'm mad excited about what's starting. Uh, mm. It's just fucking uh, like it's all, it's just our luck. It's all happened. I remember going back to January and thinking only a world war now was going to stop us. Yeah, and there was and a threat of that as well. You had to go yeah. with that. Yeah, mm. and then we get a pandemic. Like, what is the chances? You know, what is the fucking chances? Um, and I was worried about things like not winning on the pitch not winning at Anfield, um, all those sort of things. And now we, we're going to have to deal with just the players lifting the trophy in an empty ground, um, which is which is pretty shit, let's face it. Did you see the um, Salzburg title celebration there at the weekend? Um, yeah. Social distancing. The social distancing one. Look, it, it is what it is, I suppose, but I think Liverpool will pull out as much of the stops as they can to try and make it in some way of a celebration, you know. Look, the players are getting robbed of their moment and we're getting robbed of our moment. But, you know, I suppose we have to start getting our hats on and thinking how are we going to celebrate the inevitable when it does happen, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I think we'll we'll end up with something like uh, an online thing, uh, free on LFC TV, players just getting to kind of, say a few words, you know, all the fans all over the world getting free access um, and just kind of celebrating it, whether it's in your your living room or it's, with, you know, with family, with whatever amount of people you're allowed in whatever country you come from um, and all that sort of thing. And no matter what, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to love it. We're going to be... I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be... We're going to be fucking... We are. And... We're going to be at home watching the games. There's not going to be any fans going to them, right? But we'll make the most of it. And if nothing else, it's going to it's going to inspire the team to go on and do it next year again. And this time to have a proper parade, have a proper bus and all that. I mean, you might even get a chance to do that when kind of restrictions are lifted too. So yeah, well, it could, it could maybe we get to where... enjoy things a bit longer. It could be one of those where, you know, the season's starting again and the second week in September and restrictions are lifted enough where they go, listen, we're doing a post parade for this on the last week in August. It could be one of those. Jerry Carl said he'd be in the garden and um, with a beer in hand on a massive yeah. Zoom session. That's being muted amongst us as well, I'm being honest with you. I said um, we get a half a million to the Phoenix Park, bag of cans and just blading socially distance, stay a few feet apart and just blading liver up at that. Yeah, why not? Might have um, to ask the park ranger. <coughs> you know. Yeah, well, look, um, like I know lads in their WhatsApp group have ordered um, pyro and all sorts of stuff. Like one one fella in particular is going to set his fucking estate on fire with the amount of stuff he's getting. But listen, um, uh, Barry De- Devaney, there you go. Uh, Barry Devaney says, I've read smoke bombs ordered to drive around my local town and it's confirmed. There you go. That's a great idea. Um, just stay within the restrictions and smoke bombs and let fireworks off out of the car and I'll do what you want. Um, but we don't condone that, don't we not, Andy? No. No, we don't that know that. Um, but but if you Where want to, you just like if if a friend or you know an enemy was looking. <laughs> To get smoke bombs, red smoke bombs, where would they get them or where would it tell them not to get them? 
Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you avoid, afterwards. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Not to get them. Where would it that? Where, be? To, where to avoid? <laughs> what place to avoid if you're not yeah. looking to get them? Yeah, yeah just, know, okay. like, just in case you're browsing the internet and yeah, yeah accidentally, accidentally yeah. what websites yeah. should you not go on to? Yeah. So you can avoid and, smoke and, bombs. Yeah. And does anyone have a discount code for any of those websites? <laughs> just to yeah. make sure it works. Uh, David, the, reckons, the, yeah. <laughs> David Redden says type in redsmokebombs.com. Not <laughs> 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 preferably. I wish that's true. David's just stumbled across a massive yeah. opportunity for himself to make some money and he didn't even yeah. know because yeah, that I guarantee that uh, that domain is probably still free. Yeah, I am. Um, I I was talking to uh, a group today that are doing these smoke bombs. I asked them for free stuff and they couldn't give it to me. Um so uh, the smoke bombs. But I know I know I know lads now genuinely that are going to just go absolutely ape shit when this happens. Yeah. And fair play to them. Yeah. Absolutely fair play to them because you deserve it. And listen, you have to make the best of what's coming. You know, you really do. But I think do you know something? I go mad when when the final whistle goes Liverpool are champions, I'll be fucking over the moon. But I think there will be a like um the especially because of the situation, to be a moment of reflection, you know, where you just sit down with a beer and you just stay down and you just go, oh, this is fucking the business, you know, that kind of way. It will yeah. be, it will be something now. Um, David Lennon is checking redsmokebombs.com. Um, just but you know what, you, just on. what you said there, Gav, it, it, it will be different because it, we sort of will be sitting with our families, whereas, you know, maybe we'd have been in the pub, do you know what I mean? So it's probably giving you a different way to celebrate if you're at home, mm. you know what I mean? With your mm. kids. I think some people might get emotional, you know, that way. Like, I think there could be a bit of emotion when Andy you will. actually do win the league. Andy will. Fair play. Definitely. I think that there'll be loads. I mean, See how upset he got over the Easter egg there. <laughs> win the league. Um, but, no, it's it's one of those where, look, you know, it is different, but like, I, I'm fully with Andy. I don't see why Liverpool can't go and do what they do again. Because, yeah. you know, I've said I don't feel the transfer market is going to be as effective as people think. I think there's ways yeah. around. The losses are there. There's no doubt about it. You're not coming out with this without loss. But there's ways around still doing transfers for good money and and st- structuring them in a way that, you know, you can extend them out a little bit. You yeah. Know? Like, no, we said that thing. previously, didn't we, but, that but, they might yeah, just but, look to do them different. Yeah. And uh, but like I've heard things like, oh, Sancho will be around 50 million now because f- Jaden Sancho's gone nowhere for 50 million quid. Yeah. Because that'd be like me going... Um, I have an asset. Uh, there's been a COVID. Um, I lost X amount. Why not lose 50% of a player's value as well? It's not happening. You know what I mean? Uh, apparently, Indy is reporting that we're talking to Sancho again. Mm-hmm. Take it for what it is, says Kev O'Sullivan. I will. Indy is so good. He's yeah, so he fucking good. good on the other. But he's he so tagged good. James Pearce and Paul yeah, Jones and all in a tweet, so, so he must have something. He's so good. He's so good. Um, let I was see. talking to him. To James Pearce or no, Indy? Indy. Indy. Today. How is he? How, How is, is he? Yeah. He's in great form. Great, good. good. He's in yeah. great form. He's coping extremely well with all that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff, you know, because we take it for granted well. what we do, but yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. He has to be delving into all this sort of stuff during this lockdown. So fair play that he's, yeah. uh, he's still doing. And he's it. actually, yeah, uh, he's actually got some brand new, uh, good, you know, good sources. Mm. He's Where more sources he than Grays now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's saying something. Yeah, um, but look, uh, do we have anything else before we go? Anything you'd like to discuss? Anything you've come across you'd like to have a little word about before we go, Keith? 
Um, no, Avo put in something in the group earlier in the Discord. Did you see that about Livingston put a, a vote to their fans? Their keeper that was out of contract. It is real. The keeper was out of contract and they put it to the <laughs> vote whether to give him a new contract or to let him go. No way. It's the vote over. The vote's over. He got kept by something like 60 40 or something like that. Yeah. But uh, he got like 140 odd thousand votes. Now, that if I was that keeper, I'd be running a muck. People were commenting on it and all saying, you know, this is a this is ridiculous. What are you doing that for? Like, you're putting someone's sort of livelihood to a, po- oh, to a fucking to Twitter a vote. They said mm. it wasn't the Livingston uh, <laughs> Twitter account said, no, it's genuine that the fans are the most important thing. Now, I wonder if they do that put a vote out like that, you know, do you want the owners to sell the club? And if the fan said, yeah, would the owners sell it? You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was just a bit of a mad fucking thing, you know? I they, was they saying here that I was saying here that was shocking. Um, yeah. I, Imagine I everything that. put up a, uh, <laughs> like a tweet for a poll to extend uh, Pickford's contract. Like LFC yeah. Twitter would just totally take over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, time, like, that man would, would find himself with a big bumper contract. Yeah, for 150,000 <laughs> people it. voted. 150,000 people voted. Only Livingston have 150,000 fans. I'm going to no, we're obviously spread, that. It obviously spread around, like, but, but it's that's like what I mean. Any, any sap can have an in, input on whether this fella gets let go or kept, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so what about the concept, right? What about bringing this concept on forward? Because they often used to laugh about it with the amount of opinions on Twitter. Yeah, that uh, the first team to be managed by Twitter. Right. So there's a fella in the dugout yeah. who just sits there with his phone on Twitter. For this time, I know. Yeah, and you know all the... Uh, oh, what are we going to do, boss? Hold on, wait. Yeah. And what happens if he goes to make a sub and then loads of people come in and go, no, he's doing all right. And cancel the no sub. One, you yeah. just cancel the sub and then, <laughs> oh, hold on. Is, is, is he constantly doing polls? Mm. Yeah. So you know what? Have a 24 you know, hour poll. The football, uh, the football woke, uh, as I call them, you know, they seem to have vastly different opinions to everybody else. Yeah. And it's just really for the pe- that for that very reason mm-hmm. that um their opinion is so contrasted to everybody else's. Yeah. So let them let you know, let them have a game, see yeah. how they get on. Uh, you know, let them play these mad fucking formations they talk about and yeah. how uh, <laughs> the far behind the tail in front of the yeah. tree. All of that mad triple pivot. Yeah. Yeah. All that match, you choreograph right. passing and and yeah. uh, and, all, and, all, and using all using all words that they they clearly have never have any involvement in football yeah. whatsoever. It's quite obvious, and let let them see how that goes. And um, yeah. like, you know, we might be able to put this whole fucking. Uh, but like, it's a bit like football manager. I'm wondering if um, I'm wondering if there's a company out there that can you know basically put like say me and you right and mm. there's way more matter people online than me and you but if if i said right i have an idea what way i want to play and with this team i.e liverpool right and you have the same idea and we can put the two together and they can literally run the data and see who would win i wonder could they do that there's a company that does that it's called uh, redsmokebombs.com apparently <laughs> Sorry. they're the company you don't want to go near if you want no red smoke in your vicinity um Towards the end of June, just to let you know. Um, what if, no if we bring this forward even further again and we get a team of players with the Elon Musk's Neuralink right. inserted in their brain? Yeah. And people get to control what the players do and what, what, they're, what they're told. 
from their from their frontware, basically. So okay. they can hashtag do this, do that. Yeah. I, I think this is I think this is a good this is good. I'd like to see this. Um it'd be fucking grey crack some of the stuff you'll read. Um Right, okay. We'll write I'll write that down and I'll see if I can get on to anyone. Um or not, don't go to redsmokebombs.com. Do you David want Lennon's Elon Musk's phone number? No, I'll, I'll get it off Indy. Indy has it. Indy has it. Lemonparty.org, I think that's the smoke bomb place. Lemonparty.org? Okay, <laughs> yeah. no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know, I actually know the website you can go to. Um, if you're in Ireland to get all the gear you're looking for, but I'm not going to throw it out here because it's not fair. Because someone, someone could have the washing out that night. You know, like there's great yeah. drying at the moment, right? And yeah. used to get a washing, you had the light, which I say, have two washes on, you lash it out on the line, you go, listen, leave that overnight, for, sun will be up in the morning and the wind will be dry that big washing, I'll be happy out. And then some prick comes along with 80 smoke bombs and it's just the smell of your clothes. How so many, you uh, how many smoke bombs could you kind of let off at once in one garden before? That's serious trouble. I suppose it depends on your neighbourhood. Well, you see, the thing is, if you had little holders for them, you could let as many as you want because it's just a pull cord and then you can hold it in your hand or you can just stick it down in a, in a holder. Mm. Or in you a pot, I mean? like Ray. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Uh, but the Ray will do something mental as well. Um, It'd be fucking you know, deadly, though. Wouldn't it be absolutely fucking deadly Like if they have people all over? Like it, you wouldn't really, it wouldn't really happen in Dublin. It's too, it'd, it'd be too random. But in Liverpool, like if if everybody kind of had a smoke bomb or two in their backyard, and there was just like torn to place. Yeah, well, <clears throat> well, yeah. what you could do is what you could do is right. All Liverpool fans around the world get their hands on a smoke bomb, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, or two or three or whatever, right? Yeah. And then what? The, what the agreement is between us all, right? And we can do it. We won't have a WhatsApp group because there'll be too many people in it. It'll only lead to um, it'll only be. Have Shawnee uh, want you? That's that's straight away asking for it. Oh, okay. Um, I will. Um, <laughs> um, let me see. I'll, I'll sort that out now. Um, but if everyone got a couple of smoke bombs, right, and the agreement was, right, Liverpool win the league, and literally exactly 10 minutes after full time, we all let off the smoke bombs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it, like, it, it's possible. It is actually possible. We see how things get trending on Twitter, and we see how things like, yeah. like okay, the NHS clapping at eight o'clock is probably not a great example, but it just shows you how people, a coordinated effort online yeah. can make people do shit. But it's the, like problem, the problem is the you, access to... You're saying that the NHS thing is is one thing that everyone dived on, but if there's one fan base that can sort of get on board with this sort of thing, it is the Liverpool fans. Yeah, so I look, I look right. I've, no, I've absolutely no doubt that yeah. the access to something like that is probably a bit easier in Liverpool. Um, I fucking wouldn't know where to start looking for a red smoke bomb in, in Dublin. Oh, I can't tell you now because Shawnee's going to tell the guards on us now. You know yeah. I mean? And the Daily Mail. You know what I mean? We'll be the reason the league is null and voided. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, um, but I, so I definitely kids, think it's a realistic or it's a realistic thing that could be got going in, in Liverpool. Okay, so so what we've got out with this one tonight is that um, we reckon we can Definitely make Liverpool plus other areas completely red after Liverpool in the league by getting smoke bombs, but we're not going to tell you where to get them. Come here, actually, are, are smoke bombs illegal in the UK? I don't know. 
are the illegal. There yeah. must be some. There must be some version of smoke bomb that is completely legal. Like that's, you know, not not going to cause a fire. There must be. Yeah, uh, John Walsh like, is at the flares best. Aren't illegal, are flares, <laughs> uh, I think John Walsh, flares I think flares would be illegal in the wrong hands. Yeah, no, the, yeah, um, but is the law say they're illegal or you know do you have to have a boat or whatever? You know what I mean? They're too yeah. smoky, says David Lennon. Smoke bombs smoky. are too smoky. You'll never be yeah. too smoky. Yeah, I won't have a word said against the smokies. Um, but listen, on top of that, we've learned that we should go forward with uh, a professional football side managed by Twitter. Yeah. Um, and we can do that. Nabby in well. Hashtag. Um, Chris Brack says there will be a picture from space of the UK showing as red when LFC win the league. You see, that's what you want. Yeah. You know, if Liverpool mm. win the league at 10 to 10 at night, 10 o'clock, everyone just go for it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? See what but I would say, just knock around. There's just, an opportunity there. There's an opportunity. Just, um, just, <laughs> I can't stop laughing at some of these comments, right? But, um, just make sure before you let out the smoke bombs that smoke bombs, smoke bombs, smoke bombs <laughs> that you go round and you check with your neighbours that you haven't put that wash out, especially if there's decent, decent drawing going on at the time. Um, Andy, is there anything else you would like to speak about before we go? No. No. Okay. That's that's definitely a forced. And usually when you say no and I go to end the show, you go, just oh, here, come here. Little, yeah. a little tittle and he's in. Sometimes stuff just comes up in the last couple of seconds. Yeah. But nothing's, nothing's happening. You happy? Well, someone wants to throw a comment then, but no, no, we're all right. We're, I think we're all right at the moment. Shani Lawson's a maggot, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, Sketch. absolute maggot. Um, I'm uh, I'm reading the comments here in bits, but um, listen, that's it. The last thing I will say before we go, you will have seen over the last week, 10, 12 days, Trev Downey's brother, uh, Colin was missing. Um, mm. there was a big social media push on it. Um, a lot of people from Liverpool based podcasts right around social media um, spread the word fair and wide um, if you haven't already known uh, Colin was found safe and well early this morning I think Excellent. and um, he's back home so uh, our regards to uh, Trev uh, Colin and their mother and father and I hope things are good for you yeah, um, yeah no, that's, I have to say that, that, fucking, that was brilliant and uh, fair play like I, I was banging out the tweets every day and uh, the response I know from talking to Trev is is um, has been really, really appreciated and he, he'll he'll be grateful forever for how people responded to it. So yeah. Twitter is absolutely dead sound sometimes. Exactly. And uh, sometimes it's a it's a it's a cesspit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, when it's when it's needed, uh no fucking fair play. Like Excellent. anyone you know, hitting a retweet button or just throwing out a comment. Um mm, it yeah. gets far and wide and who knows, we don't know whether it, whether the um the initial the, to what end of finding them was was spreading more than social media. So who knows? Yes, you never know. It, it, could, have been, could, have made, it could have made a massive difference, you know. It could have been someone that didn't even know and just spread yeah, the word, yeah. and, got, and somebody that didn't know knew somebody that knew him, and, and you know that, that's what happened, yeah. or, or, or spotted him, or, or we don't know exactly what, but we do know he's home safe with his family. So Pretty, that's all yeah. that matters. Um, and look. Look, we do it for anybody, but Trev is such a sound fella. You know, we give him an awful time, um, <laughs> particularly me and Andy, and he, he takes yeah. it. And, and he won't be watching this, um, but <laughs> just don't say anything about the book. We might need to read the book for a No, we're while, talking, but... we changed our mind on that, didn't we? Did... Oh, we're sending them a diffuser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be real relaxing for him, won't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't tell the flavors. Don't yeah. tell Trev about the diffuser, right? Um, yeah. I know he loves that. I know he loves that for his little yeah. parlor. Mad into it, mad into it. Uh, um, and the leather chair out of Rovers return and all. Oh, amazing. Right, um, that's it. We're definitely going uh, talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.